0: hello guys welcome back to Mike check episode 4 episode 4 i'm josh here with my boy kevin what's good kevin
1: what's up what's up how are we doing how are we living Yo, we're
0: good we're good we're good today we're gonna be covering traps traps in society traps. all right and there's a, a bunch of traps that we're gonna be covering specifically school job traps
1: a hey, them job yeah, the traps, social aspect. What else? So
0: philosophy. Social traps. Social media.
1: Philosophy traps. Uh, social. All traps. kinds of traps. All mm. kinds of traps. All kinds of traps.
0: Yeah. So, just jumping right into it, I think that a lot of times people, when we when we think about traps, they can. It's often at times associated with a, a negative idea, but we'll be sure to cover. The positive aspect of what a trap could be because you could find yourself in some Mm. sort of trap, but it not necessarily be a trap per se, right? So it's something that it's Mm. just a situation you're in, but you're working towards a specific goal. So you just have to go from there. So, Kevin, we're because you can see it, it. you can see the trap, but not my yeah, go ahead, no no worries, but it might not always be a trap, right? Um, mm. So, Kevin, you're you're going to University of San Diego, right?
1: Yeah, the school that is now indicated or indicted in the investigation of the bribery scandal that – uh, what's her name? Something Hoffman. Mrs. Hoffman will just say that uh, USD was indicted for taking bribes, for letting students in on the sports team. Now that we know that it's a former basketball coach, the men's basketball coach, who is taking bribes to let students in. The president of the university, comma, however, states that they had no knowledge of this happening. But question is, how did this even get past everyone? How is it just isolated to one person in an entire institution that there are bribes being taken from students and parents and families and, and what have you?
0: So, we're seeing that universities, elite universities, are taking bribes. So, basically, <laughs> what the fuck is going on with uh, American education, right? So, like, what is, how does, for someone that's going to school right now, how does that make you feel? Like, what, what, what does it make you feel whenever you see this and you're like, what, what the if, what's going on?
1: I got a story for that feeling. So I'm on time for class, but I have to print out one of my essays from my Italian class. And I go to the library and the library charges you about three cents a page or five cents a page to print out. And so I get there, I realize I have about one or two cents on my card. I take the tram from the parking lot up to where my class is and also conveniently right next to the library. Okay. I could have swore I had enough money to print it out.
0: So I get <laughs> into
1: the library and I go to print it out and I needed like two cents oh, man. on my card to print out. And so I asked the the guy up front, I said, Hey dog, I got my Italian class in five minutes and I just need to print out one piece of paper. I said, can you please just help me out just one time, <clears throat> do me a favor this school, mind you, is about 65000 $65, dollars a year after tuition and everything. Yes, yeah, so that's that's some chunk change
0: right there, man. That's some that's a that's a pretty yeah,
1: penny. So right. So this guy goes, Well, you just have to reload your card. And I said, But it's one page. Can't you just print one page? And he said, unfortunately, if we print out the blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know what? Okay, how much is the minimum? And he said, $5. <laughs> I'm like, Doug, I, you're telling me I have to put $5 on my card to print out one page? He's like, you can't afford $5? I'm like, That's yo, not the principle. it's the it's principality yeah, right now. We're talking about yeah. principle right now. Like, really? And then he goes, well, you know, you either do it or... Or you don't. I was like, I could go to the veteran center and print it out for free, aka not to toot my horn or like believe that I am owed something. But I'm like, hey, I could go print it at the veteran center, like parentheses, I'm a veteran. And like, is my service not worth two pennies? Literally two mm. pennies. And he goes, well, we can't accommodate the services that the vet center offers. <laughs> we can't accommodate that. So you're going to have to reload it. So I go this motherfucker. How far was the vet office? So it was across the campus. Exactly. A, so it's uh, one and a quarter far. miles. That's
0: why you're there instead of there. Yeah.
1: So I'd have to walk all the way with my broken ass knee, with my broken ass foot, go across campus, and take 25 minutes, and then be late to my class, and then yada yada. So anyways, I um I end up going to load five dollars on my card, and what do I find out? It's ten dollar minimum. Fee to load on my car So it
0: was double. So I,
1: yeah. So I said, "Hey, dog, it's ten dollars," and he goes, "Oh, my bad. You don't have ten bucks." What? <laughs> like, yeah. And I said, "Listen, I'm I've had it up to here."
0: I said, <laughs> "You about to blast
1: you them. guys?" And blast I'm, this, bl- bro. I'm blasting the whole library. I pull Jack in. I pull Susan in. They're just they just got there, and I'm yelling at them, and I go. You're in the middle of a bribery scandal for stealing millions of dollars from families, parents, and students. And you can't give me two fucking cents? Well. Two fucking cents yo, bro, in the where library. You bro, where are bro. you from
0: again? Because I can tell. I can tell. I'm from, I'm from Long Island. <laughs> it came out right there. Get at me.
1: I'm from Long Island. Oh, bro. So he goes, um, Listen, you're going to have to just, you know, ease your tone. And I, you motherfucker, you give me those motherfucking two cents and you print this goddamn page out for me, you mother sucking, licking. And so, anyways, I put the five dollars or ten dollars on my card. Or actually, no, 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 I didn't do any of that. I go to my Italian class and I go, this motherfucking piece of shit, this fucking mere day motherfucker. And I just said I'm gonna email the page. And there it is. It all worked out. Yeah.
0: And by the way, listeners, if you uh, well. We'll leave in a lot of those words. So if you don't like it, then a are bad, but not really are bad. It was, it was a, nice. You know, it was good it's, for the it's story. It's part
1: of the. It's part of the culture. You know, it's part of the Italiano and the New York and the Long Island culture. You know.
0: Yeah, but I think the the biggest point there is that it, it was just two cents, right? And
1: literally two cents. Actually, two cents. And when they're being indicted for robbing students of millions of dollars
0: two cents yeah but when you're putting them on blast i don't think it was his fault that the university is under investigation No, it wasn't his fault at all
1: (laughs) it was zero percent his fault but still
0: but still it's just principal right yeah it's principal
1: dog so the reason why we brought it up is because now that we're getting into the type of school that usd is that it's such an expensive school Mind you, it was rated by the Princeton Review as having the most beautiful campus in North America at University of San Diego, (laughs) allegedly.
0: (laughs) I like that word, allegedly.
1: It's a beautiful campus. It's great. Don't get me wrong. But it just feels void of any just, it's just bland. People feel bland. The classes are bland. Would, Curriculum is bland. Would you
0: describe it as pretentious? Then it just feels like a pretentious area. It's not
1: even because in order to be pretentious, there has to be some sort of energy. There's just no oh, energy. Oh, so it's, on it, lacks, at it USD. lacks
0: energy thereof. Wow. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's not even good enough to be pretentious.
0: <laughs> it's
1: just it's a bore. And my hat off, hat off to my professors who are very smart in their respective fields, but they're so limited by how they can teach. Not what, they're told what to teach, but they can't teach how they would like to teach. So before getting off topic, again, the reason why I brought it up is we got curious since our last episode, shout out to Gregoire. Oh, shout out Greg. Gregoire, 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 I don't know. Greg. I guess we'll Big follow G, up with Big him. Big G, yeah. Capital G Reg. Yeah. So anyways, I just got curious. I said, what's the acceptance rate at USD and Stanford? Yeah. And so we find out, what did we find out? Yeah, we
0: were on the phone. We talk on the phone a lot, by the way, guys. We were on the phone and we looked up that USD has a 51% acceptance rate, but only 76% graduation rate, while Stanford... They accept 5%, but they have a 95% graduation rate. Dun-dun-dun. It's ridiculous. It's kind of weird, right? makes me think of Japan and how maybe there's some sort of correlation there. All these maybe, maybe, right? There's some sort of causality there, that there's some sort of relationship between the acceptance rate and graduation rate of these schools that you pay a lot of money for and you're guaranteed to graduate. I mean, we're not saying that it is like that because we wouldn't really know. But then we started looking at other stats, right, bro? We were looking at...
1: Like Penn State Uh, and Brown, who are both Ivy League schools, they have relatively the same stats as Stanford. They, University of Pennsylvania, or Penn State and Brown University, both accept 9% of applicants compared to Stanford accepting five. And this is according to the United States Department of Education. Shout out to Betsy DeVos. Uh, This came out in 2016 (laughs) and 17. And so these schools, even though UPenn and Brown accept a, a higher amount of students or applicants, they graduate about the same amount percentage-wise as Stanford does. So Stanford graduates 95% of its uh, students, they're seniors at the, at the university, and Pennsylvania and Brown graduate just 96%. But here's a fun fact for you, University of San Diego accepts 51% over half, just over half of the students who applied there. The funny thing is, less students from University of San Diego who are supposed to graduate actually do they have a 76% graduation rate compared to the 95 and 96 from not even arguably just factually better universities yeah, better
0: schools yeah
1: and so temple i don't know if this is temple stats abroad or in arizona no this
0: is temple in philadelphia this is the home campus philly yeah
1: yeah, yeah. my bad my bad
0: yeah so it has a 50, 52% acceptance rate well, it has a 69% graduation rate. So it's accepting just a little bit more than USD, but graduating less than USD, which is just yeah. mind-blowing, man. The amount of...
1: Which is trend is that the the higher, comparing UPenn and Brown and Stanford, the higher their acceptance rates in uh, are for their schools they see an increase in graduation rates. Maybe that's just a a differential that's not really like a, a kind of just a standard deviation, right? So it, it could just be that Stanford maybe could also be 96%. But it's such a difference between USD and Temple in that there has to be some relationship between the acceptance rate and the graduation rate. Because if you take one-and-one, Stanford, University of uh, uh, Pennsylvania, and Brown, and that uh, I know I keep messing up Penn State and saying Penn, but uh, yeah, my bad, Penn State. (laughs) So if you take those three and put them together as one unit and compare it to USD and Temple as a second unit, and you put them side-by-side, there definitely is – some causation between acceptance and graduation rate depending on the caliber of the university the question is why why is this happening and what does it mean also
0: yeah there's a lot to take from that i mean when i'm when i think of it myself i'm like okay coming from a financial standpoint it it makes sense you're paying for an edu- you're paying more for an education so the graduation rate would be higher right but i mentioned japan right and there's a bunch of rumors this comes from professors at temple because i went to temple university in japan this comes from professors this comes from some of my friends and then locals that are attending uh, schools like keio university or waseda university university of tokyo or even down south in uh Nagoya, Waseda. or, or um, shout out, <laughs> or University of Osaka, right? So these mm. these schools are amongst the top ten schools in uh, Japan, and it's known this this, this. this yeah, Sophia. It's known that it is very hard to get into these schools, but once you get into them, you're graduating to the point where I, yeah. I'm pretty sure that Japanese. Uh, college average of graduation rate is above 90 95 percent
1: about the same as these yeah exactly
0: and i know the lifestyle (laughs) the lifestyles of some of these kids going to these universities they were out partying every night and i'm not gonna name names i'm not gonna say who but i would see snap stories instagram stories like all these things on social media basically displaying the fact that They're at school, but it's party time. Even the culture, post-graduation, the culture, that drinking culture, enables them for that. And it carries over, and then you hear the stories of of the parents that went to these universities and they'll tell it they'll tell it just mm. as it is bro they'll say like oh yeah, you
1: went to that club yeah. wow me and my buddies used to always go oh there. you went to that it's university like, Mom, Dad, oh chill. yeah yeah
0: that was just a chill university once you got in yeah it was yeah. very hard to get in but once you got in it was all good you just parted your way to graduation so it yeah. says a lot about the what goes on in these universities and that money talks right yeah. that they're just simply paying for a piece of paper, a check in the box.
1: Well, also, there's money in the future in that the students in Japan, uh, I guess, arguably for also Stanford and some of these other schools, especially like Yale and and whatever else have you, once they're done and they graduate, they're pretty much guaranteed a near six-figure salary, if not six figures. It's not even like, oh, I might get a good job. It's their... 100% or 99.99% guaranteed that they're going to land a very lucrative and successful job. Comparatively in Japan, and I don't mean to generalize, but the the students who go to these schools get out and they are accountants working for places like Ernest and & Young and they are working for these, you know, high operating companies, these global companies, and they're trusted to perform in that role. But the funny thing is that schools like the one that I'm going to and Temple aren't really preparing students to do a job or to prepare them to occupy a role in a corporation or a company. Um, So I think before I even go on is just noting That the average student from USD, University of San Diego, just to clarify, ends up spending about three times more out of pocket to attend classes and graduate than a student at Stanford.
0: Yeah. and and, So they're
1: getting a worse education and paying more more for
0: it. After aid, right? After financial aid.
1: Yeah. And struggling to graduate Mm -hmm. more than a
0: student at Stanford blows my mind and then another another fact that i looked up to kind of support this um <clears throat> it's it's taking six years to graduate for a four-year program now the average is about six years bro and that yeah that, that, dude i i you remember you mm, you've read that or you seen that
1: no the other day i i went to a school program that had an affiliation with the san diego padres a baseball team and some of the students that I was there with, they were just I was I was eavesdropping. They're like, "Oh yeah, I'm a I'm a fifth year senior, <laughs> just starting." <laughs> and I go, "What?" And he goes, "Yeah, it's my fifth year. I'm I'm starting my senior year next semester." I'm like, "So it's gonna take you six years to graduate?"
0: Or four, four years. Yeah. Like,
1: "Yeah." And he's like, "Yeah, that's that's normal for U.S.D." I go, "Why? Why?" doesn't it's a four-year program that's literally what they call it's a four-year program that's what separates a local college or a junior college and a university it's a four-year program you're doing it why are you doing it in six years why can't you do it four years And he goes i don't know why you're getting so upset right now basically is what he said and i'm like this just doesn't make sense i don't like this shouldn't happen right and so i was telling you the other day about um some article or maybe i was, I was yeah, yeah, yeah anyways so the veteran affairs, I guess, director at my school who left last semester, he shared an article on LinkedIn. And if anyone's curious what the source is, I'll put in the comments. I just got to I got to go back and look at it. But the article is saying that the amount of funds that schools like USD, uh, University of Maryland being one of them specifically, and the uh, I think it was the University of Texas or Something like that. Um, out of all the money they get from federal um, federal funding through the GI bill and the uh, the veteran students who get there or or go there and use the GI bill, they only use five percent of those funds towards education. Mm-hmm. And I said that slow. Just to get the point across that 95% of funding does not go towards tuition in many colleges like University of San Diego, which is more expensive than Harvard. Say what? How is this possible? How is this able to happen without... Other people within the institutions to be aware of these issues. So obviously, there's 100% some corruption happening at some level.
0: And it's ironic too because oftentimes you see students blamed for just not being educated about their loans or about what their degree program is. But then you have these liberal universities that are saying, "Oh, well, we we want students to be able to pursue whatever they want." So then they make up some of these just ridiculous. And lucrative degree programs that really won't land you anything in in you know in the outside world so post gradu- yeah. graduating you're not going to get a, a job for underwater basket weaving because it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't exist
1: it doesn't exist
0: right so there's just there's there's a lot of uh, externalities to or yeah there's a lot of just things going on that it's very hard to pinpoint one one specific thing to blame right but there's a we're recognizing that universities are becoming extremely and ridiculously expensive for no reason and then where is this money going and we're realizing it's just going in the pockets of individuals who are in certain positions whoever yeah just wherever it's just going in their pockets and at what cost well at the cost of these 18 19 20 21 22 year old students who really haven't figured it out yet and they don't even know that
1: they're being conned
0: not at all (laughs) so they just think it's normal
1: but then they finally meet some students from these other universities later in their life maybe through work at some point and they're like wait what you graduated four years wait what you got this job after college wait what you didn't have to do these things it's like no, cause college prepared me for exactly. it. Exactly. I paid them money. They taught me, and I got a job.
0: Bro, it's like, and
1: then I made it, money. We're,
0: it's, I mentioned that six-year stat because that's just back in 2016. I, I went to university to, for the first time in 2010. That was before I joined the yeah. Marine Corps for a year and a half, right? And I was on, I was on track to graduate in about three, three and a half years because I'd taken uh, almost two semesters worth of. College courses in high school, right? So I I was a step ahead of the game, and for me yeah. in 2010, graduating in four years was normalized. That was the normal thing. But now, 2019, bro, we're looking back at stats from 2016, 17, and it's saying yeah. six years for four four year program.
1: It's ridiculous. That's, bro, and that's that's four to six percent of a person's life that they're being conned into basically a product it's not a degree anymore it's product that they're buying and usually like if i were to go on amazon because i needed a, a new water bottle that was um what is it um i guess not something uh, <laughs> like uh, not hydrothermic i can't think of the oh, word hydroflex.
0: No, not flask. Uh, like
1: a hydro flask, yeah, that, that kept uh kept my goal was to buy a water bottle that kept my water cold throughout the day. You know what I do? I go on Amazon, I'd buy it, and it would do the thing that I bought it for the purpose of doing. Wow, right?
0: that's crazy, bro.
1: Weird. And it keeps my water cold. So now I'm going to school to educate myself. To learn how to do a job, to prepare myself, backing up, to prepare myself for the, quote, real world. And when I'm done with school, I have to start from scratch because now I have to be taught and also be burdened to teach myself how to do a job or to fake the funk after someone hires me. And then I got to pretend that I know what I'm doing. So what did I just waste those six years on to go to an art history class? No offense to art history. I I love history of art and I, I love how it affects culture and can teach a person about culture in different countries. It is a great thing if you want to do it. But if you want to be a mechanic or maybe that's a bad example because there are trade schools for, for mechanics. Yeah. But if if you want to be, say, to get more advanced um a computer programmer or
0: yeah someone um, who does coding an engineer yeah, coding
1: yeah an engineer or a um an electrical engineer Sof- all these software these developers yeah yeah or an architect right could you imagine like a, a structural architect right you have to go to school and if you are not taking classes that teach you how to build a thing and you get out, like, what are you supposed to do? Pretend that you can build a building? And so it says, here's a million dollars, build a building. And you're like, oh, uh, yeah, so I'm going to need an extra two weeks, and I need four days of vacation so I could, like, YouTube it. What the fuck is going on?
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a crack in our education system, man. There's, There's shit that's not good in our education system. And I think that just recognizing that some of these degree programs are just – a bunch of made-up things that will get us nowhere in life. It's really hard for us looking back. For me and you, it's really easy for us to discern which is bullshit and which is not. But for the yeah. the kids that are going through it right now, I mean, if anyone's listening, you need to ask yourself, what is this going to do for me, and how can I take this to the next level? So how mm-hmm. how is this going to allow me to grow as a person, right? Because, like I said, these liberal universities, they're 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 pushing these. These thoughts and ideas that uh, you can do whatever you want, which is true to an extent. Yeah, you can take classes that interest you, right? But you also got to prepare yourself with these classes. And if these classes aren't preparing you for something, then what's the point?
1: Yeah, you have to be realistic.
0: Right? So then it's just just the fact of recognizing and saying to yourself, okay, I am going to be able to do something with this, so I'm going to do it versus oh underwater basket weaving again maybe this is not a good idea and i'm gonna change my degree program
1: (laughs) yeah because now i'm supposed to be graduating two semesters but looking into jobs within the field of communication and or communications and journalism or reporting requires like three years of experience in a you know a newsroom or um, X amount of years with these certain software, whatever, um, and it, it they require you to be exposed to all these different things that literally I've been trying to get my hands on at school, and I've been pushed out of that at every turn. For example, last semester I started a, a different podcast, and by the fifth episode or by the fourth episode, actually. I ironically was normally, rec- yeah, <laughs> I was, ironically, I was recording in the studio that's on campus for students. And to remind you, the tuition at USD after everything is, a, is around is $60, dollars $65,000 a year. And so, hmm. of course, now, like, the studio's there, I'm going to use it. It's for me. I'm a student. This is for me, for my learning experience in my advance. Yeah, you gotta right? you gotta so I could get hands. You gotta on. flex
0: the freebies, man. It's there. Use the resources. Yeah.
1: And I'm trying to learn exactly. It's there for me. So halfway through I I get some exposure for the for the last podcast and one of the tweets we sent out was like seen by over thirty five thousand people and it's getting some buzz. And um I go in one day with someone that I was interviewing And I get told that I'm not allowed to record there anymore because I'm, yeah, (laughs) because I'm not in a podcasting class. And I said, interesting. Um, Are there any podcasting classes being offered this semester? And the guy goes, no, there aren't. So now there are zero podcasting classes being taught, but I can't use the studio because only students who are taking a podcasting class can use it. So then I said, okay, is it reserved today? And he says, no. Oh. And I said, okay, <laughs> well, okay, so therefore, will they be used today? I just want to be clear. And he goes, probably not. I said, but I have to leave. And he said you don't have to leave you just can't use the equipment.
0: <laughs> you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to leave but said, you can't be here. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm like what? So, yeah. I have a lot to say about that. Yo, it
0: it, it but, reminds me of um so I get when equipment is used for a particular uh, uh like major or whatever. So, media or communications, they usually have uh, that equipment reserved for media-related or communication-related majors. That way, when they need the equipment, they can come use it, right? So for me, yeah. that kind of makes sense. But to exclude for specific, re- for specific reasons like podcasting yeah. makes zero, zero fucking sense whatsoever. Like, I don't...
1: Bro, and not, not to cut you off, but this was in the middle of the semester, and this was a, apparently a new policy that was just randomly enforced. Yo, so did
0: you ask to see it on paper? (laughs) I didn't. I I
1: asked him, I said, is this a new policy or an existing policy? And he very uncertainly said, it's an existing policy. And I said, so why have I been allowed to come here and record every single week and you never said anything? He said, oh, well, the administration just wanted me to start enforcing it. Said, but no one's using it. Like, at least tell me about it and warn me about it and then enforce it the beginning of the following semester. So the question here is, how am I supposed to get the relevant experience while I'm in school if it's not offered through my school?
0: Yeah, man. I what do you do as a student? You're kind of, you're kind of backed into a corner at that point and you have to start thinking, okay, am I going to, am I going to have to purchase some of this equipment myself? Or am I going to have to look for another place to record? What kind of resources that are supposed to be available for me? Am I going to have to go out and seek for myself?
1: Which begs the question, is it even worth my time and and money to even go to school if I'm just going to have to do it on my own anyways when i it's readily available through master classes on youtube all across the internet there's so many opportunities to learn how to do the things you want to do Mm -hmm. and most of the time we have a pretty if we're passionate about something we're pretty good or have a good idea of how to do enough to pursue something how to do it
0: how to perfect that craft right
1: right so as someone who wants to be a journalist I've taken – guess how many classes I've taken at University of San Diego in the past two and a half years that I've been there? Guess how many journalism classes I've taken as a student who's pursuing journalism? Probably
0: less than nine. Zero. Oh, snap, bro.
1: Zero, because they're not offered.
0: What are you doing there? You need to transfer already. (laughs) The few
1: journalism classes that are offered – are not have nothing to do with journalism and aren't teaching you. So, what goes into journalism is a writing style like uh, AP style, which is Associated Press, yeah. that most um, news organizations go off of as they're formatting. They, the even the school newspaper doesn't go off of AP style. Um, the classes, the media studies classes, aren't focused on journalism or writing at that um they're like the class I'm taking this semester is teaching students how to be a film critic so it's not a film studies class it's a media studies class so I take it thinking that I'm going to learn something about media and get relevant experience in the media realm but instead I'm learning how to be a critic but cool that's good for some people if you want to be ebert or Roper, but Yo. that's not likely yeah. <laughs> and like dog i'm good if i wanted to do that i'd go and do that on my own time i don't need to learn how to be a critic sure there are like scholarly articles i could read that could help me but i will find that on my own time if i really so desire so it's like being tricked into taking classes that i think might be good for me and then people might say, "Well, just take better classes." or yeah, like, Talk to your Yeah. Talk to more. your
0: advisor. Read the syllabus, and then you tell them, "Oh, well, my advisor advised that I <laughs> take this class." Yeah. I like was at told. what point?
1: Yeah. At what point can someone stop saying it's my fault as a student for not getting the experience that I deserve with the money and time that I'm putting in? Instead of, "Hey, this is an opportunity for the students." At what point? Are educators and facilitators and administrators yeah. responsible, responsible? Held responsible for taking yeah. the reins? Yes, mm, mm, bro. They know what they're doing. They're just not doing it properly or correctly or morally right. Mm-hmm.
0: They're just letting it happen, man. Yeah, yeah the 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 money's going into administrative pockets.
1: Someone's pockets, yeah, easily.
0: Aside from mines, yeah. so I think what we really could what this brings us next to is just. How do we game the game? You know, what what, what things can we do? If, well, this is for you because I'm already graduated, but I'm already graduated. But for you, what things do you think you can do as a student right now?
1: You know what I'm doing?
0: What's up? I'm getting C's
1: <laughs> deliberately yeah. getting C's. You're just,
0: you're just doing the work.
1: Just doing the work. And you know, when I get home, I work on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I write my my
0: fiction second book that i'm working on my second book
1: shout that out first one's already out there self-promotion working on my book working on the podcast i'm taking care of my mental health i'm just watching tv or i'm taking a nap or just like hanging out going for a walk not worrying about time so i'm i'm just trying to
0: personal development man the stuff yeah personal development stuff that you're supposed to be getting from your university as well and you're yeah. not. And
1: I'm reflecting. I'm reflecting after school mm. and thinking about the future. Whereas in school, I'm just like, I don't even know what I'm learning half the time. Or the the funny thing is, is I spend more time figuring out how I can apply what I'm learning to a job instead of looking for, I guess, looking for jobs that are relevant to what I've learned and I know there's a better way to say it, but that's just what makes sense to me now. Um, but so the point that we're making with this is that the trap is school most times and not, more times than not. But it's funny, it, it took now 38 minutes to even talk about one aspect of these different traps that are set by society. Um, and obviously this isn't the same across every country some countries have it right some current countries have it figured out and citizens are getting gainful employment after school mm-hmm. or they're not like required to go to higher education because they're being prepared since young kids um i guess just a i guess a, an example of just like mentally preparing is back to japan is that parents will allow their, their kids to walk to school by the time they're like four years old, five years old. And they're taking the, the bus by themselves when they're like six mm-hmm. bus or train or subway. Um, but in America, it's like we are our self um, what's the word self-esteem is so low at such, I guess, a relatively, you know, high age compared to other countries yeah is because there's some reason why people don't want kids or teenagers in America to be self-sufficient. Like, why can't we just trust the youth in our country well, I think that, there's, that they have things figured yeah, there's, out? There's,
0: there's other factors like safety. Japan is one yeah. of the—it probably is the safest country in the world. That's true. Though. So the fact that you can let your kid out to uh, go commute, by itself at the age of four or five years old that's normalized because of the safety in the country america is definitely not a place where if i was raising my kid or the philippines right i'm in the philippines right now that's not i wouldn't trust my kid at five or six years old to go and just walk to school or walk to the store even man because of what's going on in the country so that's
1: i mean not to be controversial but there are homeless people in japan there are gang members maybe they're yakuza maybe they're not yakuza but they're (laughs) definitely some pretty you know out there people or kind of uh pretty violent people that uh, as an adult even as a marine that i felt that i had to watch out and like keep tabs on some people be like I think we should avoid this spot. I'm gonna keep my eye on like yeah, but these but where these guys. where were the
0: where was that area at? You know what I mean? There are party areas in Rapunke. Yeah. yeah, of course. Okay, so you're not gonna see a a four or five a year old kid. kid at two a.m. walking back from school like.
1: I guess compare that to <laughs> compare that to the U.S. now in that like uh, say New York City is a, a place where people party. There are schools there. Maybe there are no schools in Rapunki but maybe people live because there's still socioeconomic status in Japan and in Tokyo. Um, So maybe I guess hypothetically, if if a kid is going to the school in an inner city in Tokyo, that's very much populated and Roppongi isn't necessarily the safest place. There's some pretty nefarious things happening there (laughs) without getting into it. (laughs) But you look at how many times we, that people tried roping us into some things mm-hmm. that were very unsavory. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that. But, okay, so hypothetically there's a kid who lives maybe three, four uh, stops away from Punky, but their school is on the way. Like the, the the bus line or the train line is on the way and they have to pass through there.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So then it's like, okay, this is a, a long-winded example, but there's still – A level of danger anywhere that exists, society itself is dangerous. The whole purpose that society was created, you know, many years ago was so people could be protected from uh, outside forces by people who thought that they could, you know, live on their own terms by their own means. And the whole purpose of society is to have these certain protections, right? Mm -hmm and so we give up these freedoms of maybe um of certain rights or liberty not rights but liberties mm, we give up certain liberties so that we can be protected in security Yeah. yeah so there's security everywhere it's just a matter of culture stepping in and society and your your community stepping in so now that i've narrowed it down our community culture is different in America than it is Mm -hmm. in many places in the world. More, I wouldn't say more times than not, but uniquely in a negative way in this specific regard, when we're talking about confidence and instilling confidence in our youth to prepare them to be independent as young as they can. But instead we like foster them in a way to make it seem like they can't be anything like quote you're not going to be shit when you grow mm-hmm. up right and you need me
0: yeah Well, it's just it's just like the whole idea with the participation trophies it's just like uh no one loses we all have this winner mm-hmm. mindset except when it comes to winning and losing someone wins and someone loses yeah. right like all these right. all these things are connected man and i I really hear you out <laughs> because it's it, yeah. you. You see it every day. I mean, I have uh, three younger brothers, right, and uh, two younger sisters, and um, one of them is playing baseball, and he's super competitive, right? But man, does he? Man, he can re- he can really get down on himself just because someone else says, "Well, you suck," or "You can't do this," "You can't do that." So if it's not coming from your parents, it's coming from the your friends your teachers or, your, or your coaches some, yeah. like it's coming from all these other role models like people that are supposed to yeah. be positive influences on your life and then they're telling you like oh because you hurt your ankle uh you can't play anymore you you just suck right so it's what are we doing are we are we telling everyone they can win or are we telling them that they can't win or are we just telling everyone they suck or are we yeah what things are we fostering like what personal development are we allowing to process and grow versus all this other crap that we're we're doing you just what are we doing
1: and why aren't more people specifically in america i guess inspired or brought up to intervene when they see something to say hey like this isn't good for either this child or this person or this young adult I need to step in and, and correct this and be like, Hey dog, like, Hey, I know this person said this, but don't buy that. Cause it's like, you're young. You have time to figure it out. There are these things going on. Just like you do, you don't worry about these others, other, other people, which is funny getting into now about branding and marketing, which is a type of, you know, like a a corporate way of influencing psychologically influencing uh, society Mm -hmm. for economical reasons. So getting to that of of where this comes from, I think Nike is a great example in some of the commercials of talking about athletes like Serena Williams narrating, saying, you know, they thought I was crazy for, you know, playing the Wimbledon after I just had a child. They thought I was crazy. And it gets, it goes past Serena Williams and talks about, You know, other Olympic athletes who were saying they thought I was crazy for thinking that I could run faster than Usain Bolt or, you know, like LeBron James. They thought I was crazy for wanting to be the greatest to be beyond basketball now with him opening up a school in in Akron, Ohio. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just a societal language or script saying, like, you can't do this. And you are absolutely out of your mind for believing in yourself and so much that you think that you can do better. And and I'm shaming you that you think. Like, how dare you believe in yourself?
0: Yeah, and it's, it's crazy that it's taking marketing from these big corporations to tell us that. We can do it. Yeah, believe in yourself. Instead of – Quote, just do it. This this kind of stuff, if it's not coming – for anyone that's listening, if it's not coming from your parents, if it's not coming from your environment, you got to find it within yourself, and you have to motivate yourself. You have to get yourself going, right? Because if no one's feeding you that energy, you have to make that energy. That's –
1: Yeah, people will try to pull you down. Yeah,
0: 100%. There, Well, there's energy. We've, We've talked about this so many times, bro. Energy suckers everywhere we go. People mm-hmm. that you're just around where they're just full of negativity or they just want to pull you down. And think about it. You're trying to – you're actively trying to avoid traps in society, right? So you're actively trying to ensure that you're staying on the right path, right? Because it's not going to – you're not – yeah. wherever your destination is, right, wherever you want to get to in life, it's not going to be straight. But you're trying to make mm-hmm. it as straight as possible, as quick as possible. You're trying to get there in the most efficient way. And then you're gonna have And
1: you just jump right into one though
0: uh-huh. by trying to avoid it sometimes. <laughs> and then it ends up being it ends up being a trap. You gotta get yourself out of yeah. it and then move on to the A-o. next. Right? Right. Trap to trap. trap. So looking at the next aspect of this, moving right into working, so are job trap right the occupation trap that we find ourselves in so you noted here working a dead-end job to make ends meet or just pay the bills so Mm. for me i i often i i think about this in terms of there's a lot of people i know that they work a job for a little bit and then they get comfortable Mm. with it right so they're like oh well i'm i'm making a lot of money so I'm I'm going to, you know, stick with this job for a little bit more. And what they're doing is yeah. they're they're postponing whatever goal they had in mind. So let's say that someone is working at a call center, right? And they're working at a call center because they're a struggling artist. So they paint, but they're working at a call center to kind of uh, mm. make make ends meet or pay their bills, right? So they're doing this dissatisfying and unpleasing job. To pay the bills, but they're working on the craft on the side. But in reality, yeah. this job is sucking their energy. It's sucking any time that they have to work on their craft. And then when they get home, or they do, they
1: they they don't even yeah want they to don't do want do it to do it anymore. anymore.
0: They, they they might resort to some sort of escapism, right? So watching that I'm tired. Yeah, boss. <laughs> watching that Monday night football game or um, watching some series on Netflix. Or
1: Yeah, those new melodramatic <laughs> series right? on Netflix that just like or
0: drinking or drugs, like all these forms of escapism, and we're lying to ourselves and telling ourselves that, you know, oh this is this is happiness or this is what pleases me at this moment. Well but
1: it's, it's not even that, it's in preparation for the next day that they're just dredging. <laughs> like <Right>? I can't <laughs> even convince myself so I have to get drunk. So I can fucking make it through tomorrow. And it's still today, dog. (laughs) It's like not even 10.30 a.m. And you're already fucking stressed out about tomorrow. You didn't even finish. You didn't even get home from today. Right. Today's still now. And you're worried about tomorrow next week. Like, get out of there fast.
0: Yeah. And then just imagine on top of that, on top of this – this misery of <laughs> of just not being happy with where you're at. I'm done. Right, man. you your job itself, your job might suck even worse. So you're doing all these things yeah. because the work <laughs> environment itself is just not somewhere you want to be, right? It's not. Yeah. It's it's negative. It's and exhausting. you shouldn't be there. Yeah, but you are. And why? Why? Why are you there?
1: At some point, we decide in our country we're like, you know what, we. Bro, the funny thing is we built this. Like we made this. Mm -hmm. And someone said, you know what? This is what we're going to do now. (laughs) And then they did it. Like the funny thing about humans is that we made all the things that suck. And we keep doing them. Like we can stop it. Mm -hmm. We just like we're being controlled by manifestations from us
0: bro it's because one of the biggest reasons is because i feel like in a way we're wired to do one of two things either go with the flow or go against the grain right yeah and people view because i mean i have the same i'm not gonna lie i have the same perception man i feel like the nine to five job is always gonna be there right so if i want that option i can take that option but for, for yeah. me, I prefer challenge, right? And even where I'm at right now, it's challenging because being in a self-reflection period, right? Figuring out what you want to do next, isn't, that's an uncomfortable position in and of itself, right because mm. because i have all this extra time then i feel like i'm not doing enough and when you feel like you're not doing enough then you start to question what you're doing exactly at that moment in time and then you start to develop you know whether it's anxiety or frustration or fear of that next unknown right and yeah. i'm i feel like <laughs> as a marine and you too probably especially Hoorah. we've developed that you know, the, you yeah, it. we've <laughs> <laughs> we've developed that that ability to dismiss the fear of the unknown. That's what I want to say. Yeah. yeah, that we've we've moved past that. But where I'm at right now, I can easily develop that because I'm unsure about my next step because I want.
1: Well, you get re- you get sucked so quickly back into just the mundane bullshit. Right. Yeah. It t- it pulls you in. And the crazy part is you don't even realize you're being pulled in sometimes. So this is why we're having this episode is to tell you like, yo, we're there for you. Don't get sucked in. Like, look at it. Look at where you are. Would you just look at it? Just look at it. Friend, would you just look at it and say, where am I? Let's just all take a minute, right? (laughs) Where am I in my life? Write
0: this down. Write this stuff down. Write this down what do I
1: want to do next, right? What do I want to do in a few years? How am I going to get there next? What did I do today to help me get there next? Get off. If I took some time today, if I didn't work on something, why, why did I do that? Is it helping me or is it harming
0: me? I feel like you're taking a page. You're taking a page out of the seven effective – what is it? Seven effective healthy habits of people. What is it? Sure. That book. You're just taking a page out of it. So the next
1: thing – well, the the next thing is more of like, okay, did I have a good reason, for example, to just like take a day off? Just like lay down and not worry about reading a book or, you know, like making a certain amount of – calls for your job or updating your resume or blah. blah. Sometimes it's just okay to eat a DiGiorno pizza, mm-hmm. just lay down, watch some TV, and just like just recollect all the cells you've lost. Hey,
0: but if that pizza is too expensive, hey, there's nothing wrong with Little Caesars $5 hot and ready pizza. All right. Just shout yeah, I'm out. Just say shout out. Okay. Shout out Little Caesars. I love you. I miss you. Hashtag. I'll see you soon. Mm. All right. <laughs> yep. Hashtag little Caesars. But yeah, so
1: the last thing is more of like, okay, if I if I know what I want to do and I know what I'm doing now isn't helping me, your third step is how do I get there and what are the necessary steps that I have to take so I can accomplish those goals. So part of it is just identifying what's wrong. What's right, what's good, what's bad, and how to get rid and how to keep Mm -hmm. different things.
0: And then the next part of that is knowing yourself. So you're recognizing what you Mm -hmm. need to do, but do you have what it takes in your current state to get where you want to go? And if not – And be honest with yourself. Yeah, be honest with yourself 100%. Do I have the skills and capabilities necessary to achieve this next step? Okay, I don't. Then I need to obtain these skills or capabilities. Oh, I do. Okay, then I can move to the next step. No freaking problem, right?
1: Bro, I got I got some lyrics for you. Are you ready? Oh yeah,
0: let's hear them. Let's hear them. Let's hear them. Uh,
1: man, I was just said it before. Yeah. So Drake, right? Know yourself, comma know your worth. Uh, right. Uh, and so explicit. from draft uh, day, yeah, explicit coming at you. Quick, 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 quick. I got Drake little, you know, shout outs for days. But from draft day, right? Uh what did he say, something man's ill, how am I the man still? But getting back on point of talking about um that he never tried to dance like Mike. Mike never tried to, you know, shoot like Jay or like what, what was it
0: exactly? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but man, my yeah. lyrical so response anyways, is just uh uh yeah mm, mm. Dong.
1: um anyways i i tried looking up really quick but uh anyways his his point was knowing what you what you're good at what you know what you're meant to do how you're meant to do it and like recognizing who you are as a person in in all your being and, and what it means for yourself and that You shouldn't be imitating an image. You shouldn't be trying to be a reproduction of someone else or of something that society is telling you that you should be doing. There's no formula. Surprise, motherfuckers. There's no formula. Surprise. Ooh. Yeah. yeah.
0: So it's like we're getting caught up in this whole, okay, if I do X, Y, and Z, then I must be able to be this person or emulate this kind of, uh results through someone else's success right we keep we have this weird i don't even i don't even know how to describe it man we look at people on tv and we just think oh if we do this then we'll be able to do that for sure but it's not yeah that's not the case 100% not the case
1: absolutely 100% not the case man
0: Mm. good stuff Mm. yo see Mm. that that also brings me back to i really dig Alan Watts, he's a British-American philosopher, and if you if you're looking for any motivation, or you're just or you just want to listen to some real stuff, right, some real shit, you know, he goes on and on about uh, doing what you love, and that I think that some of us have been caught in that vicious cycle of uh, doing the same things our parents are doing, or our parents doing the same thing that their parents is, are doing or were doing because of that's all they knew right so at the at the yeah. time um they were doing that because that's what they were taught to do instead of just breaking the cycle and discovering your individual self or your true self and then going from there right because i feel like everyone we were looking for some sort of purpose in life and yeah. and watts my man alan he definitely hey. he doubled out he doubled and triples down on this thought of hey you need to do what you love rather than doing for the money, right? Cause it's just what he describes as all wretch and no vomit, right? We're just doing the same yeah. thing for the wrong reasons. And we've developed that, that same motive in, in everyday life. Like we should, we should go to work because it's going to get us the money instead of going to work right. or doing something that brings us happiness, right? True, true happiness, whatever your passion mm. is. And I feel like also people are afraid. They're scared of doing that because it's it's hard. It's hard, man. Yeah. It like for you, case an example, you really want to be a journalist but you know it's it's going to be hard. Right? Yeah. And you're doing all these things in order to gain experience. So you're blogging, you're doing this podcast. Um all your previous uh, written works or articles that you've done you've written one yeah. book you're working on your second like you're doing all these and the things the whole blog thing yeah yeah you're you're doing all these things in order to basically gain those xp points right yeah. and then from there you'll be able to put your best foot forward in whatever you do next but you need exactly. you need all this first so and you also need a plan yeah Right And you need to be
1: honest with yourself. So to Alan Watts now, I think maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I'm gonna say that he probably he probably heard about Aristotle before right. Absolutely. And so yeah, so Aristotle's thought on on happiness and, and pursuit of happiness, he coined the term eudaimonia, which is it's seeking finding and doing the thing that makes you happy. So first, just to break down, you have to at least think about what makes you happy. So you're seeking, then you find the thing that makes you happy. And then you say, you know what, I'm going to do that thing. And within that fine line, there's eudaimonia, which is actively doing that one thing that makes you happy. And progressing and advancing and learning and improving and for the next day you should prepare yourself and be excited even to continue doing that thing so in very basic terms if going to your job tomorrow gives you stress on the most basic level that's not something you should be doing <laughs> and, uh, on one. Of, and this is, it's so warped that we've gotten to the point where we say, well, no, because I need this. And if I don't do this, then I have to, that is a trap. Yeah. Is when we have to articulate and justify to ourselves to convince ourselves to continue doing the thing that is robbing us of our soul. That is a trap. Mm hmm. So real quick before I forget while I got you, it was my bad. It wasn't draft day. It was 4 p.m. in Calabasas. Are you ready?
0: (laughs) Let's hear it. Let's hear it, bro. Let's hear it.
1: He said, Mike never tried to rap like Pac. Pac never tried to sing like Mike. Said those my dad's words to me when I asked him how to make it in life. And all I said, my mother gave the greatest advice. Yeah. Look at me now. They look at me like the golden child. Can nobody hold me down, especially not right now. Is that crazy? Mm. Certain shit is just too wild to reconcile. Take that, take that. No love in my heart. So they fake that. Yeah. You know bro. what I mean?
0: And you you mentioned that. Uh, well, I mean, we already covered that. If you're in that work trap, to get out of it, but it's not only that, man. It's <laughs> there's so many other traps around, bro. The marketing traps, yeah. you know, the big corporations selling whatever, whatever for that. Uh, quick gratification of pleasure right yeah. so that instant gratification of something so yeah. we we we're working and then it's making us unhappy so in order to get happiness real quick we do something else so we go to the movies we play arcade games we play video games uh, we eat that fatty unhealthy food that gives us that instant gratification like all these we buy that new pair of shoes that just came out, we, we get the new purse on the market. Shouts we, to those Yeezys. Though. Yo, all these things. And for what reason? Because we're unhappy with ourselves. We're unhappy with yeah. what we're doing, how we look, where we're going in life. So we're just constantly trying to escape, but we're we're escaping in the wrong direction. Mm. That's what are we doing? Bro. <laughs> what are we doing? Right? Bro.
1: So getting back to even of of marketing, we have this ideal for women to say, first of all, how do we get from like women being depicted in art in I guess Roman times as these like healthy women who've got curves, who got some, you know, meat on their bones. But back then, people look at them and say, Wow, like they are just blessed. They are, they got it because they like, they're eating ham. They got some foie gras. They got some King's food, right? King and Queen's mm-hmm. food. But now we have like American Apparel and H&M commercials and Calvin Klein and Victoria's Secret saying, if you don't weigh 95 pounds or less, you're wrong. You're an obese, fat, disgusting fuck. And you should be exiled. That's probably most likely what's being said or taken from these ads. So what happens? Check this out. One in 200 American women suffers from anorexia. Mm -hmm. This isn't a coincidence. Mm -hmm. And this takes a real life toll on many people in America. This is just blows my mind. This is one facet. Yeah, it's just one marketing
0: in America. One aspect, bro. I mean, I I mentioned to you, and it affects so many people, bro. I mentioned to you the documentary that I watched last night, uh, "Bigger, Faster, Stronger," which, by the way, shout out is it's it was made in two thousand eight, and it's a Mm. you know so it's a little bit old, but just great information, especially on different perspectives of body image across America, because that's a big that's a big aspect, man, body image, and uh, it's I even for me, man, I enjoy going to the gym, right? Because I enjoy that feeling that it gives me. But I also enjoy mm-hmm. the way I look because I look at my body and I say, okay, I can do a little more work here. I can do a little more work there. Oh, there's a little bit of fat here. And to be honest, that that thought itself has been influenced by media. It has been influenced by my surroundings. It's mm-hmm. been influenced by my friends that go to the gym, right? Because they all, they all look at me and they're like, oh, what can I do to look like you? Or I look at someone else and I say, what can I do to get myself to look like that? Right. Yeah. We're all, we're all guilty of it.
1: Like you're going to achieve something once you do. Yeah. Like, like the clouds are going to open.
0: <laughs> ah, <laughs> you did it.
1: <laughs> right. But then you do it and you're like, wait, literally nothing is different. And that <laughs> I still have to go to work tomorrow. Right. I still have to pay the bills. I still, I still, I still, why did you do it? Did you want to? Did you do it for yourself? Or did someone tell yeah. you? Did you do it for yourself you or did you
0: do it for someone right. else? Did you do it for society to accept you in a in a different manner or did you do it because fucking crazy? because you would feel good about it, right? It's just
1: bro, I'm going to I'm going to get back to my stat about 163,600 women in America suffer from anorexia. That's like those are it's not a number. That's 163,600 human beings in America suffer from a disease more likely than not caused by branding and marketing and social traps to say you ought to look like this. Ba-ba-da. And if you don't, you failed. Yeah. Con- you failed as a woman.
0: An implication of the social trap definitely mental health, man. Mental health. It's ridiculous. Mental health, bro. And it's which now it's well, it's yeah. bringing us. It's you're seeing it now on television. Uh, because at at the gym that I go to, they leave the NBA channel on, and the NBA has uh mental health commercials running now, where it says NBA cares, you know, and it has a couple players sharing their story about uh, mental health, you know, so whether they are bullied or. Uh, They were a victim of something, right? And they talk about how mental Mm -hmm. health is important. Why has it taken us this long to say that mental health is important? Who knows, right? Uh, maybe because uh society has created this issue so so, uh-huh. so we've put pressures on people to look a certain way we put pressures on people to act a certain way we've look, we put pressures on people to behave in a certain way and then all of a sudden we're realizing that this has an impact on our mental health okay that's that should not yeah. be a surprise
1: it shouldn't take us as long to figure it out but it has and now people talking about rap right um what logic i think he won a grammy for the suicide hotline song Mm -hmm. he won the grammy right Mm -hmm. or is he just nominated i'm pretty sure he won the grammy uh which is saying like now oh oh i got it wrong it wasn't 163,000. my bad correction it's 1.6 million i missed the decimal yeah he 1.6 million he won the
0: grammy you're right bro yeah
1: uh, but yeah, so getting correcting that and also winning the Grammy is now mental health is in the forefront of popular culture, which still people even responded of like he even responded to people responding negatively to him in like um parody of his next album. Like we me and you talked about this on the first or second episode of Mike Check. Uh, when I brought up Logic and talking about the that quote, titty rap or whatever, that Logic was talking about, he was commenting on that very thing. And after he came out with the quote, suicide song or the suicide hotline song that his fans were turning on him, say that they didn't want a message like Morty, Rick and Morty talking through his, uh, his song on his last album or two albums ago. And saying like we don't want to we don't want to message man i just want to hear that real good atl titty rap which is a comment on saying like people aren't ready to face the truth that is already affecting us so whether you face it or not we are already at conflict with these very real things and the worst part is we don't accept it but it doesn't matter Cause it is already impacting us, so we lose after that. Yeah,
0: mm. bro, it's just we we're tolerating so much. We just say it's okay, and like that brings me back to two types of people, man. One, just go with the flow, or two, against the grain. Because wherever we're going in life, a lot of people they fall victim, they fall victim to the trap, or they fall victim to whatever situation they're in, and they just continue in that same direction, and they. It, in any effort aside from continuing that same direction would be considered going against the grain, right? And you just brought it up. Like yeah. we, we, don't want to. It's like we don't want to face the noise. We're afraid. Yeah. We don't want to make changes because we're afraid. We don't want to do this yeah. because it's going to be a lot of work, right? And what's and what's wrong with that? What's wrong with doing some work?
1: It's nothing, but I I think people have been and obviously we we may be talking about a lot of generalizations and and getting on this kind of negative trend but it the the reality is it will sound negative when a person challenges the status quo because when a person challenges status quo most things will look to be negative because then you know back in the day like who was it? Um, Socrates was what? Exiled? Mm-hmm. Because of his, you know, is it blasphemic or is it just blasphemy? I, I can't think of like correct usage of the English <laughs> fucking language right
0: now. <laughs> we'll just say blasphemous, bro. That's what I, I like the sound of that. Yeah,
1: blasphemous. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. So he was exiled initially for being blasphemous and he should, you know, rescind what he said. And my dude said no.
0: My dude said no.
1: Our dude was like, nah, dog. I said it. Like, I said what I said. And here's a speech to explain
0: why I said what I said. Thank
1: you. Yeah. You know what they did? They murdered Mm. him. So Socrates probably was like, yo, there's some shit going on. Let me tell you. So naturally, going against the grain requires some, like, general negative – sense about it because if it were positive everyone would be like yeah jump on the revolution train jump Mm -hmm. on the like making the world a better place train because it's hard making your community even aside from changing the world changing your community that's where it begins man yeah that's
0: where it begins it starts small and then you go big right
1: it's a it's the same aspect of like if becoming a billionaire was easy everyone would do it if peace was easy, we'd have a peaceful country and a peaceful world, but it's not, it's not easy. So that's why we have to have these conversations that may sound negative, negative yeah. in nature,
0: but right? then, but it's not but negative. But it's not, yeah. It's, and,
1: and we, it's the intention. Uh-huh.
0: And we can also, man, reframe it to be positive. And that's, I think that's a responsibility of everyone exactly. to take something negative and then twist that around and say, you know what? I'm gonna make this into flip it um, flip it, flip it, yeah, reverse it and rework it uh Where's where's my girl, Missy Elliott? Flip
1: it and, <laughs> flip it <laughs> and, and reverse it. it. It's your feminine. It's your feminine. <laughs> <of when yet? laughs> right? If you worth it, uh,
0: let me work uh, it. Uh, uh, yeah, we yeah. we have a responsibility, each individual in this world that to to take our negativity <laughs> and flip it, rework it, rework it reword it, yeah. and make it positive. It's your
1: feminine. Say
0: what? Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, that was that was good, man. We definitely oh, that was good. We definitely got So it.
1: now about flipping it even more of a fucking shout out. So Kendrick Lamar, right, to Pimp a Butterfly. This is exactly what he was talking about. And his metaphor of Pimping a Butterfly is that he this is where he gets, you know, an um, archive Tupac interview of talking about the the caterpillar gets all this pressure and it's being you know weighed down by the world and so it goes into this deep hibernation and it comes out to be this this beautiful thing but the caterpillar has to understand how it should end up when it does go through this metamorphosis what it needs to do what it needs to focus on how it needs to be so when it goes through this metamorphosis it can have the ability to take on all these different elements of reality and succeed and thrive and and at the end of the day, win, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just taking the information that you have, flipping it and quote pimping that situation Mm -hmm. into a scenario that benefits you instead of benefiting your evil employer or a an environment or a job or whatever that doesn't work for you. We could bitch all day about how my school is taking money from people, mm-hmm. but that's not helping me in my life win. That's not helping me succeed. What I can do, I can bitch about it with the intent to educate people and explain why something needs to change. And then on top of that, I have responsibility to do what we're doing now, having a podcast and getting this out, mm-hmm. getting everything we talked about back into the world. So hopefully, to get people to say, "Oh man, like that's a good point," and then there's a conversation of what
0: do we do? Yeah, what do we do next? I mean, getting people, exactly. getting people to just recognize it or say to themselves, "You know what? Yeah, I, I, I am doing something I don't like or I am doing something I don't love," and then giving them the confidence. Or the ability to say, you know what? I'm going to do something. <laughs> I'm going to do something that I love. Or, you know, so... Yeah, I see this, Kev. That's a nice note. <laughs> yeah. Yo, so just thinking about... It's
1: recognizing, right?
0: Uh, the direction that you want to go in and then going in there. The, yeah. I mean, what is it? Yeah, so you're you mentioned uh being able to pimp a butterfly so pimping whatever we're good at recognizing whatever it is that we're supposed to do or our purpose or our passion or our craft and then basically taking the most advantage that we can from that i mean i think that's 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 the message that he's sending out right is that yeah yeah that
1: it's it's just taking taking the reins in your life and it it's a message of saying life is hard like it's not a surprise but maybe it is life is actually hard and the the end isn't weighing your happiness it's not it's gonna keep going and it's it's a very you know um what's the word it's gritty it's it's dark it's tumultuous it's difficult it's hard it's all these things and back to even 50 cent of saying like um uh what did he say he's like
0: death, got, death gotta, gotta be, be easy, easy. Cause life is yeah because
1: life is hard uh. exactly so it's not a secret like it'll whatever it'll leave happens in reality scarred, bro it'll, it'll, it'll leave you emotionally scarred,
0: scarred. Uh.
1: Mm, yeah so many men many, yeah many, anyways uh. different yeah with that pain, me i don't cry no more anyways so aside, like dog it takes it's so much effort to not keep going on that <laughs> but getting yeah getting my back to my point in, in that what is happening now time does not care about you sure your friends can your family can everyone around you can but at the end of the day the time is
0: working against you yes
1: time is working against you and you have to do whatever you can in your will in your power to be better tomorrow and strengthen yourself and and be better prepared and pursue something and make your life worth living
0: make it worthwhile man yeah i mean make it worthwhile that's why, you have one at bat that's why i mentioned that bro that's why i mentioned that uh, for me personally how it's weird to be in this sort of reflective period because you know i'm i'm doing all this uh re- reflecting right uh, i'm Teaching English, and then I'm uh, doing this podcast, and then I'm doing a little bit of writing myself, and a lot of just learning. I'm trying to learn as much as possible, whether that's through YouTube videos, whether that's through just uh, a couple of uh, classes, whether that's uh, I just started using the Audition program, and I know that you you've yeah. been editing our podcast, and I said that you know I wanted to learn, and I wanted I want to start editing too, and realizing that that takes time, right, to learn certain things. Yeah. And I think it's important that even though I'm in this period, that my next step or I have some sort of goal written for the next period of my life, whatever that next chapter is, that I'm working towards it, right? And uh, I've even mentioned to you before that uh, I'm considering going back into the Marines as an officer. But not only that, looking at other branches and seeing what – what kind of difference what's in store yeah what what kind of differences can i make if i join another brand and bring what i know already to the table right
1: right and what's afforded to you like what are your options even some people don't even think about options they just think very linearly
0: yeah that's a shout out (laughs) yeah well they well a lot of people have that uh uh, uh, a lot of people Mm. have that that just narrow mindset they just think that, oh, I don't, or they they don't know, man. They don't know that they have options, yeah. right? Yeah. So at the, at the end of the day,
1: man, I think if there's anything that you've been dying to do or saying that you don't have time to do, go and do it. Right. Stop making excuses. Just go and do it. Afford yourself the time. If it means that you're going to get yelled at at work, what's, what's the worst that can happen? You, like your boss is going to be upset or whatever, but it's like, you only have so many days and so many years in this life. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Make sure that you have a good day tomorrow. I think that's just the the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. If you got anything from this episode, it's just like, try to have a good day tomorrow.
0: Yeah. And do your best. And not only that, I think uh, another thing is just remembering that this is all perspective, right? We're bringing a different perspective to the table. So um, I think what's really important is that if there's negativity, to convert that to positivity. If there's something that you're yeah. unsure about, will then start getting sure about something, right? If there, if you feel like you're lacking purpose, then find that purpose. Find mm. what makes you happy. Uh, for me, it's it's happiness, man, and. I'm not a, I'm not going to be about the money, and a lot of people are, but if that's your thing, exactly. then that's your thing, right? But I'm just saying yo. that, yo, this is perspective, and it's important to re-evalu- reevaluate the things you're doing in life and also yo. what you're doing with yourself. So looking at yourself mm. in that intro perspective manner and saying, you know what, I need to get somewhere, and this is how I'm going to get there, yo. and this is how I'm going to make myself better. So, bro, yo, shout-outs to shout-outs.
1: Yo, Time is a scarcity. Money is not. Oh. Money is not. And going even, yo, I'm getting some deep cuts. Mm. Uh, who was it? I forget. Fuck, I forget it. Maybe it was Nas. Yeah, it was Nas. He said, uh, "Just because I got my money, basically, like, just because they printed my money, doesn't mean they stop printing money. Like, you can still get yours. So, like, don't like." You do what works for you and don't worry about your boss. Don't worry about all these other factors. Have a good day, dog. Mm, take care you of know? yourself, man. So, Just yeah. take
0: care. Take care of yourself. Yeah.
1: Anyways, uh, but I've I've had a had a good time talking to you about this shit. Yo, man, this is really uh, good. We could go on for a very long yeah, time. We, let's yeah. close it
0: out, man. Let's let's yeah. do this.
1: I'm I'm looking forward to our next episode. Uh, hopefully, at least what's on on track is we're going to talk about mindfulness. It could change, could not, but regardless, um, check our check our blog. We have a new blog that came out, um, and also next big things coming up. Follow us on Twitter. Make sure you interact with us. Let us know your thoughts on Instagram, and just you know shout
0: us out. Tell us what you're thinking. Yeah, we want to hear your thoughts, guys. So. Please. Um, whatever you have to say whether it's a uh, positive negative whether it's uh, we we all we consider it all useful right and we're gonna we're gonna take advantage you know what? of what you're saying to us and we're we're we, we're building something here in this community and we want you guys to be engaged and just reach out to us and we're gonna reach out to you guys so we you know, want you in it thank you so Join much us. thank you so much for listening we look forward to hearing from you guys shout out shout out mic check this is mic check we're out Thanks, guys. Out.